Hey, we've got some good news. California Sportsman's now on Instagram. Just look up California Sportsman and we'll pop right up. Check out photos and videos of some of your favorite fishermen, and you can get an inside look at what it's like to be in the studio with us. Check us out on Instagram at California Sportsman. That's California Sportsman on Instagram. The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. Designed for you, the California Sportsman. California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, Fairfield, and Rockland. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters, Lowrance Electronics, and the California California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Sepp Hendrickson. Hey guys, it's Saturday morning, January the 13th. We are getting ready for the International Sportsman's Expo. It's coming to Sacramento. And uh, Sepp's over here. He backlashed his headphones this morning. He's trying to get the cord figured out. He's got a big backlash. You know how it is, all spooled up. He's trying to figure out if he's going to get the backlash picked out or if he's going to have to re-spool this reel. I'm not real sure what's going to happen with him. we got a lot going on here. A lot of guys that are going to be checking in with us and touching bases with us uh, and getting ready for next week's International Sportsman's Expo. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit. I got to go fishing this week, too, so Sepp and I are going to talk a little bit about fishing Shasta Lake. Man, it is... Uh, it has been good. Nate Kelsey is going to be checking in on Barry Essa Trout. We'll be talking to the Rod Father. Alan Fong, Mike Ogney is going to be telling us all about what's going on with the Golden State Salmon Association. Uh, John Kirk will be checking in all the way from the Denver ISE show. Uh, he'll be checking in with us. They're getting ready to uh, wrap up Denver tomorrow and uh, head to Sacramento and put it all on again. Cap. Uh, uh, Steve uh, Carson is going to be checking in with us as well as Randy Pringle. Troy Maggie from Fisherman's Warehouse uh, is going to be uh, live in studio giving us a rundown of what they've got going on at the International Sportsman's Expo as well. Before we go very far, let's find out what's going on. It's probably a little cool. It's probably ooh, it's probably going to be a little windy down there. I'm not even sure if he's on the water, if he's on the delta, where he's at, but let's check in with Captain Steve Mitchell from Hooked Up Sport Fishing. What's going on, Captain Steve? Hey, what's going on, Kent? Not Kent, much. Too much. You're stuck with me today for a little while. Sepp's got a backlash he can't get out right now, so he's working on it. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's got a big backlash. We don't let him play with bait casters very often, and darned if he didn't try to make a long cast this morning, and now he's now he's all backlash. Are you underwater today? No, unfortunately, I'm not. I wish I was, <laughs> but, uh, man kind of slow time of the year for people trying to get out but it's it's cold right about yeah it's cold real real cold but shucks man people if they only knew how good the fishing is the sturgeon is good the stripers is good everything is good right now are the stripers slowing down at all or is it uh is it still uh wide open down in the delta no nah, it's pretty much still wide open far as what i've been seeing uh Guys been doing really good, uh, jigging spoons and everything, and then even the guys drifting the minnows been really knocking them down. Yeah. Both of them been knocking them down either way it goes. So yeah, it's been good fishing as far as stripers concerned. Minnows pretty accessible. They are, they are. Uh, I can't remember the name of this shop that my buddy gets them from, but he's been getting them a, 
and uh, he's, you know, he's been having all jumbos as well as the smaller ones as well. So yeah, largest and jumbos and, and all those. So that part works pretty well and, and uh, a little expensive, but uh, but they definitely catch fish down there. So uh, on the stripers, what else are they doing? They swim baiting them, spooning them, a little bit of everything, trolling them? Yeah, yeah, swim bait. Swim bait has been doing good too, but uh, I haven't been seeing too many do- people do a, doing too many trips out there trolling or anything but as far as the uh the uh the live minnows that's definitely been a kicker right there and then uh we got jeff suhu doing his thing you know he's doing a lot of that spooning and everything so yeah. he's been really knocking down too so yeah is there is there a particular area of the delta that uh, the stripers seem to be congregated in i mean i know there for a while there was a lot of fish out on the flats and a lot of fish down around, you know, Honker and, and a lot of fish, you know, south of Rio Vista. Where are they now? Well, uh, I would still say south of Rio Vista. And then also off in the sloughs right now, the sloughs has been kicking butt, man. It's been really, really good as far as drifting the minnows up in there. They got the bait fish. Uh, they got the bait fish pinned up in the sloughs up there right now. Yeah, and then you know where all those those uh, those uh, those pipes that drain the fields and yeah. everything, uh, those areas right there has been really really productive. So that's been really really good. So I mean, yeah, I don't think you can miss on those areas. Does the like pump that. have so, to be running? Does it have to be running to catch them? Well, from what I've been seeing, the pumps has been running. Not if the pump ain't running, I don't think the fish is really attracted like that. I know they they're waiting for something to come through there, so that's the point of it, you know. Right, right, exactly. Well, what about the sturgeon? You uh, you you, you fishing row? What are you fishing for them? Yeah, we're fishing row the sturgeon, but unbelievably, you know, this has been a, a really mild winter right now, you know. And the sturgeon biting has really been good still. I mean, we've still been getting fish up, up in the double digits still wow. right now. And, you know, normally right now it would probably be to slow down. The fish would become a little bit lethargic or whatever. But that hasn't been the case, man. I mean, surface water temps, last that I was out, it, it dropped from 53 to about 51. But remember, that's only surface temperature. So down below there, it could be anywhere. You know, all the way at the bottom down there, it could be anywhere like what, forty eight, forty nine, maybe. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. Exactly. But it, it 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 hasn't slowed the fishing down. The fish have really been biting really well. I mean, uh, everybody that I know, all of us have been coming out there, and we've been putting in work. We've been having lots of action, and uh, it's kind of unbelievable that we have we're having this kind of action. And the people aren't coming really out right. there to get out there and get into it. Exactly, you know? exactly right. We can't have you sitting home on a Saturday, man. How can folks get hooked up with you and get on the water? Yeah. And that's hooked so up with you. H O O K apostrophe D. Hooked up with you. <laughs> that's it. That's it, Kent. They they really need to get out there though, and I'm really trying to push a hard line on letting people know how good the action is right now with this winter bite. I was just listening to you uh, speaking about the bass and everything, and yeah. how well that bite is, even though it's winter time. Yeah. Same thing with the sturgeon and the striper. It's they're biting really well, uh, and people is kind of like missing out on it because they not they're not really uh, you know knowing that. Around this time of the year, you can still have great action. Everybody thinks that it's cold. They don't want to get off the couch or whatever, yeah. get from in front of the heater. But 
I'd say throw on your bibs, you know, your coveralls and all that good stuff. Get on out there because the action is phenomenal right now, yeah. and you would be rewarded for it, you know, at the end of the day. So, without, yeah. without a doubt. We got to go, buddy. Sepp's uh, throwing hand signals at me, and I only know what one of them means. So we got to roll out of here. You guys can uh, catch up. I'm sure Captain Steve will be around the ISC show as well, and uh, you guys can uh, can hang out with him and uh and talk uh talk sturgeon and talk stripers and talk the delta and all kinds of stuff check them out hookedupsportfishing.com buddy i'll talk to you soon hopefully we'll see you next week absolutely guys you guys have a great morning you got it captain steve mitchell from hooked up sport fishing uh we uh we always uh we, i don't know where james smith is he must be sleeping in today but did you get that backlash picked out finally oh i'm picking things out and no question about that yeah good we, we'll be doing a couple of little changes along the way here all right well sep had a little backlash so yes we did you know you can never you, trust some of the things that you use here in the studio there you go you want especially wanna, headphones with wires there you go you want to figure this out you want to you, you are we gonna are we gonna go to jeff i'm gonna go fishing california sportsman always goes fishing let's go to lake Shasta right now. Let's climb climb on board. Scoot over on the couch, Jeff. We're all going to sit down with you right There's now. There's 150 bass fishermen that and are waiting in line at Bridge Bay Resort right now with their warmies and their windshield wipers on. And Why my, is Jeff turning into a sissy? My trout fishermen, just like me, are sitting at home staying warm and cuddling with their wives. What, why are you guys turning into sissies all of a sudden? It's time to go fishing, man. Jeff has been fishing, but he played the little COVID details like you did last nice. week. Nice. He's uh, on the recovery couch right now. I get it. I am sure. Jeff. I know you've been hearing what's going on on the Sacramento River with the rainbow trout action up there. Tell our listeners what's going on and what I'm going to get into pretty quick with Jeff Goodwin Guide Service. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, hey, you know what? Things are looking really good for us up here in the Redding area. Um, most notably is um, we, we have a late fall salmon run, and this year we have fish. Um you just never know what's going to show up. And our in-river fishery, um, along with our, our hatchery run, um, showed up in good numbers. Um, so we have lots of salmon in the redding area sitting on reds, um, doing their thing. And the, what makes that important or makes it special is that, you know, we have a massive population of, of wild rainbow trout um, that exist in the redding sections of the, the Sacramento River. And, um, you know, when we get a bunch of salmon, um, we get a lot of loose eggs and, um, you know, match the hatch, right? So Everybody's going to be using glow bugs. Yeah, glow bugs, beads, you know, soft beads. Um, and, you know, the trout just gorge on them. You know, yeah. you'll catch trout um, sometimes and, and get them in the net, and you'll see dozens of eggs, you know, pile out of their belly so well, they're sitting they, right they, behind they all those reds where those salmon are up there spawning those trout know exactly where to hang out to catch the stragglers as they come out of the nest exactly so not only does it pull a lot of fish up into certain areas of the river um concentrates big num big numbers but you know they just feed with reckless abandon and that makes uh that makes for some pretty darn good fishing well, Jeff, there's so much that's going on in your neck of the woods. Today, the big bass tournament is going on up there with new gen tournament going on. We'll be talking to Kent Brown in the next segment about that. But what's going on at the lake as far as the fisheries? I know you didn't fish this last week, but I also know you stay in touch with everybody that is. Yeah, and it's, it's, um, the water's cooled off. We have, we have great color. It's still, in, in my opinion, um, just a year, um, for, for my liking here. But, um, it's it's definitely 
shaping up to be a fantastic um, spring fishery, which our, our spring, you know, trophy brown season starts in um, in February. So um, I'm looking for those things to, to start showing up any time now, um, you know, fish to, to 10 pounds. So um, we're excited and, you know, we're kind of in a little bit of a lull right now. There's not a ton of trollers out there either. So, um, and then, you know, it's a massive lake. So if you can find some fish, um, you can catch them. Well, I, I have a hard time finding them without electronics, but uh, that is a big body of water. Where are some of the major areas that people should concentrate their efforts if they haven't been up there before? Well, you know, the sack arm and the McLeod arm would be my um, my top choices. And rather than fish down low in the system, um, go up high. And as high as you can go, Hearst Bay, um, Sugarloaf area on the sack. And uh, those are great areas to target. Um, you know, especially real soon here, targeting those browns that start coming back into the system after they're spawning, um, hungry and ready to go. That's what I want to do. <laughs> I'm going to get up there and do it. Just a few moments ago, I was looking at a video on Instagram of a guy that caught a 36 and a half inch brown trout. That is a big, wow, beautiful brown nice. trout. I would kill for something like that. Yep, yep. Well, they exist. They certainly exist. Jeff, what kind of things are you going to be talking about in your seminar at the International Sportsman's Expo this week? Well, you know, we're going to give everybody a really good look at um, what Shasta Lake has to offer um, as far as fishing for trout and salmon. And we're going to just go over some techniques and, and give them some tips that will, you know, be some next-level information that will help them be more successful um, on their outings when they fish Shasta Lake. Well, folks, you need to come by the International Sportsman's Expo. Meet Jeff Goodwin if you haven't before. If you've fished with him before, you know quality when you see it. Talk with him. Find out if the Sacramento River action for the rainbow trout is what you're up to or if the great action on Shasta Lake is what you prefer. I kind of like the idea of all those king salmon laying eggs and those trout getting active, and I got a sneaking suspicion by the end of this month I'll be up there visiting you again real soon, Jeff. Jeff, give him the hookup info real quick, and I'll see you at the show. Okay, it's uh, jeffgoodwinfishing.com, or you can call um, our reservation desk at 530-510-2925. That's 530-510-2925. Jane will get you all hooked up and get your trip scheduled very nicely. You got it, Jeff. I will see you at the show. Thanks for checking in with us today. You take care. Yep, sounds good. Have a great day. You know how it works. There's a whole lot more right around the corner. We'll be right back. share in the excitement of a world-class fishing experience, a fishing getaway with friends, or a tour of San Francisco Bay or Northern California's coast? With over 35 years of experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, Captain James Smith and the professional crews of the California Don 1 and California Don 2 will put you in the action. The 50-foot Cal Don 1 and the 55-foot Cal Don 2 Catamaran both offer a great fishing platform for comfort, efficiency, and the smoothest of rides on the water. Specializing in live bait potluck trips, California Don Boats are powered by twin diesel engines with the latest and greatest in marine electronics, sonar, and safety equipment. Heated cabins, comfortable seating, full galleys with hot meals and restroom facilities make the Caldon 1 and 2 the, the most comfortable fishing charters available. Seasonally fishing halibut, stripers, sturgeon, shark, salmon, rock and lingcod, and of course, crab. There are those moments of special opportunity for bluefin tuna, albacore, white sea bass, and other exotics coming within reach. And the captain will announce any planned trips for 
for those species. This is Captain James Smith. If you're ready for our great on-the-water fishing experience, look no further. Give me a call at 510-417-5557. I'd love to show you Bay Area fishing at its finest. To book a trip or find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on either the Caldon 1 or Caldon 2, give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check them out on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people, well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron to Pratt Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know, I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Kingfisher Boats has become the standard for sportsmen who value toughness, ride, comfort, and great fishability. And Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Featuring the full line of Kingfisher Boats, the offshore, coastal, sport, or river jet series boats from 16 to 35 feet are designed for saltwater, freshwater lakes, or river fishing. And God Fishing Marine's trained cell staff will help you select exactly what you need when it comes to power and accessories. Kingfisher's clean lines, classy paint choices, stainless accents, diamond plating, stylish interiors and storage all add up to the highest quality boat on the market today. Learn more at God Fishing Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or kingfisherboats.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. You know, I really appreciate what Jeff said about Lake Shasta. Other than one thing, he said it's going to be great fishing, Seth. Huh, it is great fishing well, up there right now. For those, uh, you got to turn that microphone on. For it's your the bass, blue button. I heard you guys have got nothing I, but spotted bass you, out there. I got to tell you. Uh, well, yeah, the fish, the, the, the caliber of fish. There were 30 bags over 12 pounds weighed last weekend at Lake Shasta. Five fish limits, 12 pounds. 30 bags weighed over that. Last year, Sep, if you'd have weighed a 12-pound bag, you'd have won. You know? Kokanee. Uh, well, it's Kokanee. It's Shad Minnows. I think Kokanee have something to do with it for sure. Um, they aren't catching they, many of them up but there. No, no. And, I, and, I'll be honest, and I'll be honest with you, man. We are catching a bunch. Catch, absolutely catching a bunch of fish. Fished a, a day and a half up there. Well, and it's cold, and it rained, and it you know it was the, icy. This is the big new gen up there, aren't new they? New the, gen's there today. One bass is coming there the end of is the, the new month. new gen the first one? Uh, the, they had a team tournament there last week, and that's where all, right. all the big weights came out I heard out you of. talking to Greg Gutierrez. I yep. bet it's a little chilly. It is a little chilly up there. You definitely have to be dressed for it. But we caught, uh, we probably caught 75 fish the you know on, on Tuesday. Um, and, and a little bit slower on Wednesday, but I mean, it rained, it was cold, obviously had my, 
had my hundred mile an hour gear on trying to trying to uh, repel the water. But uh, you know, if you dress for it, you can definitely get through it. And you know what? The fish the fish know it's it's wet on the fish all the time. I got so a you're the only one that's getting rained. I gotta on. run this by our guest in the studio, Mr. Yeah. Troy Maggie from Fisherman's Warehouse Stores, is here. Uh, Troy, do you enjoy going out and pouring down rain, wearing rain gear, and all that? Dressed up like a Pillsbury Doughboy to go catch fish? Absolutely not. But Neither if you're catching I. 75 of them? <laughs> if so, I was fishing for 10 or 20 or 100,000. So, so here's the story. best deal. I'm with Rick Grover, who's you know boat dealer down in Southern California, one of our dealers, a longtime friend, great fisherman. Kyle Grover, his son, U.S. Open champ. Ends we launched day. the boats together uh, Tuesday morning at Bridge Bay Resort. And I said, where do you want to go? And he looked at me like I was asking the dumbest question of the week. He said, well, we're going up the I-5 bridge. Sacramento are. So we ran to Antlers at 6.05. Why are they up there? Is or the 7.05. Freshwater, freshwater coming into the lake? Uh, that's just where he wanted to fish. But, but yeah, there's a lot of fish up there. But um, there's always a lot of fish up the sack. But we ran all the way to Antlers Resort. Um, not hard, though. Let me tell you what. That Ranger runs just fine at about 80, 35, or 40 mile an hour. So, uh, which was what we did. It was way too cold to do anything else and, uh, and, and raining too hard. But, um, you know. Goggles, goggles work good. Uh, helmets, yeah. Catch them. You can. You guys catch. are wearing helmets out there. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, motorcycle helmets. You can catch them on a jig. You can catch them on an Alabama rig. You can catch them on a swim bait. You can catch them on a worm. You catch them doing whatever you want. The other cool part is I, I just don't want to tell too many people. We can't really keep those stinking trout off of a drop shot worm right now. Um, and if you see one on active target, deep. <laughs> if you see one, on act, they're up pretty, t- they're up pretty close to the surface. You see one on active target. You can, you can throw a jerk bait over there and catch every one of them. They're really, yeah, they're dumber than a hammer and they're pretty good size too. They are. And, and, and some good Browns too caught, you know, well, that's exactly what just got good me all and, tantalized to get up and check out. You know, he says yeah. February and March go up these arms. Yep. That's Those the time. Big Browns are down there just feeding on everything with that fresh, cool, oxygenated yep. water. Coming and Shasta's in beautiful shape and it's coming up. And, How full uh, is it? I haven't seen it. You know, it's probably down 60 feet. 50, 50, 60 feet is all, and, and uh, it's 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 a beautiful shape. It's absolutely What's gorgeous. the main thing that's getting into these fish? Is it just anything at Shasta at this point? No matter what they toss, they're going to get You know, we, we caught a lot of fish on jigs, trying to imitate a crawdad. That's the one thing, the fish, if you have them in the live well very Any long. suspended fish, or are they all tight? Yeah, no, they're everywhere. But you know what I'm learning about Active Target? They can go from the bottom to suspend in no time. Ten it's seconds. pretty funny how far they move. We we always thought you had to get the bait within a foot or two of the fish. It's not true. Yeah, they they'll know come, they know what's going they'll on come all the way 20 around. Twenty or them. thirty feet to get one sometimes. So it's well, I cool. see the videos of crappie fishing, yeah. and they'll come up twenty, thirty feet through a tree to through, get a in a hurry. And then you watch that fish come up and, and meet a bait at about twenty feet that. and follow it all the way to fifty. You know, forward right facing to the sonar, folks. You yeah. need to uh, have it, use it, experience it, do whatever cool. it takes. And you can see all of that. At the Sell some of the wife's jewelry if you need to, but uh, you definitely need four fish. Absolutely. It's, yeah, it's idea, such right? a deal yeah. to improve your fishing opportunities, and you can learn so much just by watching it. Hawk the china and silver. You don't use that crap anyway. <laughs> well, I'm glad you had a good trip up there. I'm glad you're not up there today wearing heavy. I kind of wish I was actually. You bass fisherman. I kind of wish Troy I was I, putting we'll go that to breakfast right after the show. Yeah, yeah. Can yeah. I? Yeah, I'm. It's just kind of fun. Let's see Big Nate's guide service. 
is ready to go out in the rain and fish today. Let's get hooked up with the man himself. Mr. Nate Kels joins us live. Good morning, Nate. Hey, good morning, fellas. Good morning. What do you think about getting out there and pouring rain and fishing? I know you've done it before. I, I, I actually don't mind it. Usually it keeps most of the other people off the water. So, um, you know, if, if my clients can sit inside the cabin and they can stay dry and warm and I'll, I'll stand out there and man the rods, I got no problem with it. Hey, Barry S. A trout are on the chomps and pretty impressive limits you got in those photos you sent me. They are, you know, we're getting some big, beautiful fish. Um, you know, the, the, the Friday, last Friday, I had one of the toughest days I'd ever had out on the lake. Um, didn't even get a bite from my guys until uh, until two o'clock, and uh, and you know, and then we ended up getting a couple of doubles and you know, saving saving the day. But I mean, it was it was extremely tough, extremely tough. And then you know, we turned right around and got back out there Monday and, and put a put a hurting on them, and Tuesday put a hurting on them, and Wednesday put a hurting on them. You know, so it, the the fish are there for the taking. Then they're they're big, they're gorgeous, and it seems like everything's on the chomp out there right now. What are they chomping on, Nate? What seems to be the best tool and device, and what's the best depth? Well, they're they're still chomping on spoons for us. Um, optimizers, speedy shiners, needlefish, um, some T-bone tackle spoons. Uh, the the colors, you know, it seems like the shad colors, um, and then like blue and chrome, Wonder Bread have have all been working about equally. The one thing that's that's really annoying to me, you know, just because this time of year. Um, these fish should all be up near the surface, but they're still not up there. Uh, there's a ton of bait from 40 feet all the way glued down to the bottom in 120 foot of water. And uh, we're still catching fish at 40 feet all the way up to the surface. I, I can't say that there's a best depth because there really isn't. We're getting them on We're getting them on my planting boards. We're getting them at 10 feet, 20 feet, 30 feet, 40 feet. Um, it just so happens that uh, our best bite the other day, came from about 37 feet um you know and I, for whatever reason i i don't know that the the conditions are perfect but the fish just are, are really scattered well with them scattered it uh, pays to have that good electronics out there on the water no question about it but lake berryessa we've all been waiting for it i don't think it ever really fired up or it ever really turned over proper it's cold enough. The wind's been blowing enough. I just don't know why the whole thing didn't roll over and just go crazy like it has in years past. Any clue? I, th I think this. I think this. This is the third year in a row that it hasn't that it hasn't turned, and I, I don't. I don't see it turning either at this point, Seth. You know, we, we've had we've had the right conditions, like you said, and uh, it's just not turning. Um, it's just one of those weird lakes. You know, every other lake around has 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 flipped. And this one just uh, refuses to do it. So well, we just the, go all out the there arms and... it has on it, all the coves it have in it. That doesn't make it any easier to happen out there. But boy, Mother Nature seems to not be doing her job over there. But maybe that's the way she likes <laughs> to keep it for a while. However, this hey, is boding we really well for that. this year. This is really boding well for next year's fishing or for this year's current fishing, isn't it? It is. It is. You know, and uh, the last trip out there, we ended up getting trout we caught kings we caught uh spotted bass we caught smallmouth bass um so so everything's out there feeding and uh, and i've been i've, I've been hearing some uh, some rumors about some nice crappie being caught i've got i've got a couple of crappie trips lined up uh for this week and next week so i'm gonna go out there and uh and try and try and get some of those tasty little critters off some rock piles 
Well, I imagine you've got, I saw a photo you sent me, so it must be a whole bunch of uh, Trinidad Optimizer spoons going to be tossed out in your seminar. Either that or you're going to hoard them all for yourself. I'll tell you, I've I've never seen received such a big package from a sponsor. And uh, uh, Mike up there at Trinidad Tackle, he sent me, I mean, I I probably have a couple hundred optimizers to give away, guys. I mean, it's 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 pretty incredible. And they he, aren't uh, cheap lures, me, by the way, either. I bought enough <laughs> of them to know. No, they aren't. You know, he he sent me enough to make it rain for a few days out there at the IIT show. So. Um, you know, I'm at a table over there with Gone Fish and Marine. I'll be over there, you know, um, pretty much every day. And uh, and then I have my seminars at on Saturday at five, and then at uh, at two on Sunday. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be lacing you guys up with uh, with a lot of spoons. Um, he gave me some uh, some Dodgers, some Flashers. He gave me some bait heads to give away. Well, the ISE you know, so shows the ISE has come through with just tons of Procure products too for you to give away out there. So there'll be a oh, lot right of those on. thanks to the folks at ISE. Right on! I love that. I love that. I think it's going to be a really good show. I'm I'm hearing from a lot of people are going to be coming out, and uh, you know I'm really looking forward to it. I really am. Well, Nate, give them all the hookup info. They got to come out and see you certainly at the show, but then they got to get on board and watch it all happen. Let's do it. Let's make it happen, guys. The, the, the bite, the bite is pretty much as good as it gets as as far as the trout goes uh, in the whole area. Um, all the, all the local lakes, Comanche, Amador, Pardee's gonna be open up next month. Berryessa's on. You know, Bullard's Bar, guys. Just give me a ring. If we we'll go out there. We'll have some fun. We'll get you on some fish. And uh, and the time is now. Um, yep. You can give you can get a hold of me at nine one six eight six zero nine one eight zero. You can uh, check me out on Facebook. You'll see my latest reports, photos, all that other good stuff. And uh, we'll go out there, and make some memories, and have some fun. You got it, partner. You have a great one, and I will see you at the ISE show. Thanks, Seth. I appreciate it. Look forward to it. Nate Kells from Big Nate's Guide Service. Quick break right now. We'll be back. Jay Lopes of Right Hook Sport Fishing invites you to climb aboard his 26-foot Parker, the Right Hook, berthed at Martinez for an enjoyable day or night of fishing on the productive sturgeon and striper waters of Sassoon Bay and the Delta. One of the fastest six-pack boats around, the Right Hook has a fully enclosed heated cabin that easily accommodates up to six anglers, fully rigged with all the marine electronics and high-quality fishing gear you'll need. Right Hook Sport Fishing keeps their clients in the action, moving seasonally from the ocean to the bays. Halibut, stripers, sturgeon, rockfish, salmon, or albacore. Whatever the quarry, wherever it hides, Captain J. Lopes will get you there and back in comfort and safety. Give him a call at 916-417-5670 and book a trip now. Or check him out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. 
From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lowrance Electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all. And their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lowrance Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lowrance Live and the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. Attention all California boaters and water enthusiasts. Did you know that quagga and zebra mussels pose a serious threat to our waters and fisheries? All registered vessels operating in fresh water within the state are required to display mussel fee stickers to help prevent the spread of these invasive mussels. By following the regulations and obtaining your mussel fee sticker, you can play a crucial role in protecting our waterways from these harmful invaders. It's easy to get and it only costs $16 for two years and you're helping to keep quagga and zebra mussels out of our lakes and reservoirs. Stickers can be purchased online at dmv.ca.gov right slash muscle fee or at your local DMV or AAA office. All freshwater boat owners must have the muscle fee stickers on their boats to operate legally on California's lakes and reservoirs. For more information, check out dmv.ca.gov right slash muscle fee. Let's all work together to keep California's waters clean and beautiful. Introducing Blue Compass RV, formerly Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Whether you're a seasoned RVer or just starting out, Blue Compass RV has everything you need to hit the road in style. With seven locations in California, including Manteca, Sacramento, Anderson, Bakersfield, Palm Desert, San Marcos, and Santee, and 107 locations across the United States, you're covered when it's time for a new or used recreational vehicle. Get upgrades, accessories, repairs, or warranty work at any of the dealers. Talk about convenient, it doesn't get any easier. From top-of-the-line RVs to the expert staff, competitive pricing, and service department, Blue Compass RV is ready to help find a perfect vehicle for your next adventure with factory authorized clearance every 2023 model must go visit one of the seven california rv centers and get an amazing deal on the rv of your dreams explore the freedom of the open road with blue compass rv check out bluecompassrv.com and here's another great tip from our friends at blue compass rv If you're planning to hit the road on an RV excursion soon, you've got a lot of details to take care of that go into making it enjoyable. At the top of the list, finding RV-friendly gas stations along the way. Knowing where your stops will be before the fuel light comes on saves a whole lot of stress when driving to an out-of-the-way place just to find a gas station you can't even fit into. Find your petrol stops before heading out. Truck stops and travel centers are great spots to fuel up. Plus, you can use their bathroom and they've got good snacks available too. You know they can accommodate your rig because they cater to the big trucks. These stations usually have high coverings, wide lanes, long-handled squeegees, exactly what you need with an RV, and of course, gas pumps and diesel pumps that an RV can get into and out of. How about knowing where all RV-friendly stations have gas, snacks, and where you can fill up with water and dump stations, too? Well, many out there do have these, like Love's, Flying J, and Pilot. These services are really important if you plan to boondog. Do your research, though, to ensure that these stations do have what you need. It could be disappointing. One more thing. 
Propane fill stations are also found at truck stops and as most motorhomes have propane tanks, this is another great amenity. Take advantage of it. It's possible to spend the night at your RV, some places where you're filling up or at truck stops, and sometimes they even have dog parks available. It's a big plus. There's apps for finding RV-friendly stations, getting discounts, and more. Plan your routes and your list your spots before you leave home. At the same time, check for campgrounds and RV parks. You'll find photos, reviews, features, costs, and more. By now, you know where you're going and how you're going to get there, along with what to expect and more. Get ready to have a great time. With decades of experience fishing Northern California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean, YouTube's Alan Fong Outdoors brings the outdoors and fishing directly to you. It's your opportunity to learn from one of the best in hey. the West. Here's Alan Fong, the Rod Father. Good morning, Mr. Fong. Morning. How you guys doing? Heah, I'm doing okay. How about you, Kent? You doing all right? Yeah. yeah no, he's not okay. <laughs> Troy, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Oh, okay. All right. We're all here. We're doing okay, hey, Al. You've been retired for two weeks. We haven't been fishing yet. <laughs> you know, it's it's pretty nice, but uh, I've been really busy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you're going to be busier next week. Why? Well, you're on the demo tank. You're in the California Sportsman Theater. You're hanging out. You're doing forward-facing sonar seminars with Tom White Jr. from Lawrence. You got a lot going on, man. I know. I it's crazy busy, you know, but it's nice getting up and not having to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> so, I got to tell you fine. what, we need we need to move Lake Shasta about an hour and a half closer. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of lakes need to be moved closer. All right, just a little bit closer, but God, I was up there this week, bud. It's fun. And, you know, spend a day and a half in the Ranger with, you know, just – staring at four facing sonar and and it, it it excites me it's got me to where i want to i want to go fishing again just to see and learn what that thing will show you you'll learn so much using that forward facing you know i yeah i bought i you know because a lot of times when you're fishing especially like fish that suspend mm-hmm. like crop catch them then they quit biting and you think they're all gone but you're forward facing showing you that there's still hundreds of them down there right and the other thing is is how far that fish moves in no time you know we thought they were always oh they're between 38 and 41 feet no they're not those (laughs) they'll move 30 feet oh yeah in a heartbeat in a heartbeat like while they're on the screen and you're going wow i you know it's just the things you see uh, the bait fish, the fish themselves, you know, fish that will, you know, you catch one and and then all of a sudden you look and go, oh my God, we pulled, you know, we pulled 20 of them up off the bottom. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Well, you didn't obviously see Alan's latest video. He's, uh, how big was that bass you held up and let go on the start of your video this week? He was almost five. But oh, I lost boy, that looked... You must be like five foot something because that looked something. like it was about a ten pounder. I catch a five pounder, and they're like, "Why you can't take a picture That's of that?" The guy like Alan catches them. Yeah. They're like, "Wow, I'm holding up." He's a got trout a nine pounder. Said, it looks like a one pounder with me holding it. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, now it's it's got to be fish. It's got to be fun, and and uh, and you know, this week obviously we'll answer a lot of questions about 
uh, forward-facing sonar, new electronics and technology for sure. Hey, Alan, yeah, let we'll... the audience know uh, what's going on out there with the bike because you obviously had a great trip out there. Yeah, you know, but I was out yesterday, and I was down at uh, Rio Vista out by Sherman, and the water got kind of muddy. I can only see four inches. It was tough. Is I that mean, runoff was... water, or, or is that wind, yeah. wind, wind muddy in it? I think it's runoff. You know, I don't yeah. how it was raining. How how was the river up by Shasta on your way there? Was it clear? Dirty? No, it's clear. Ah. It's clear. The Sac River? Yeah, the Sac was clear up there. Yeah, I don't know what happened over Are here. They dumping but off it, a field or anything? Under well, there? no, we're we're kind of past that. Causeway's I, all flooded. Now. Should be pulling water, but you know, I think the causeway being flooded is not runoff. That's decomp for rice. Right. But, you know, I mean, yeah. I, I I think we might see more of the smaller rivers that are muddying things up a little bit, you know, that are, you know, like the Bear and, you know, the the Bear and the Yuba and the Feather and all that stuff are probably running muddier than uh, yeah. than what the sack is. It was definitely a lot dirtier than last week. Yeah. And the fishing was tough, real tough yesterday. So, But I had some friends that were up north, and they had – really good day on stripers so you just have to i just keep going north until i find the water you know that, a little was clearer. The, that was exactly the question i had when i watched your video when you're moving north i know you're looking for a little bit clearer water but are you also looking for that other strain of black bass that's out there that you're moving up on that's a little larger than the others yeah they're not bigger they're they fight harder they're they're more true northern bass where they'll actually you know, when the water's in the 40s, like I, I was down there when I caught those bass the other day. They were 48 degrees, and I think we caught like eight, but I lost two giants, and then Tom lost a big one too. But, um, you know, we're just catching them on rip baits, and you have to let it sit for 10 seconds, which is kind of hard for people that don't know how to do it. You know, it's like real methodically fishing. I don't jerk it. I just... Jerk it to pull it down and just let it sit snap, there. Snap, snap, pause. Yeah, but then after I get down, I just drag it about six inches, let it sit there for five to ten seconds. And every hit was when it was sitting still. Oh, nice little tip right mm -hmm. there for those of you that yeah. haven't tried that technique before. Well, and then you also have to pay attention to the bait you're fishing that it will actually suspend and not rise. That's right. You got to fix it. That's <laughs> no wonder I fish for trout. And and you, you might have to wrap a little lead on a hook to make the you know some of the baits you want to fish yep. that don't suspend. You have to do you some know. modifications. Now I know why I fish for trout. Yeah, I learned a trick probably twenty five years ago from Gary Dobbins about that. Yeah, wrapping lead on the front hook. Yeah, you want it tilted down. Yeah, why yeah. you buy why you buy a net fly tying lead. <laughs> <laughs> Little details, details. Boy, these are just little tips <laughs> yeah. that you Except folks normally don't hear that are coming Alan, out of these Alan guys. Alan had to be quiet. Did you hear that? Yeah. I, he does not tell everybody everything. So well, did he's, you catch he's that? telling quite a bit, I'll tell you. Mm -hmm. He's probably taking his life in his own hands once again. And that same lead could make a half-ounce spinnerbait. It's a small, you know, a little small-bodied spinnerbait. That same lead can turn it into a three-quarter-ounce spinnerbait, fish a little bit deeper, but you get the small shape of the bait, so. That's just another <laughs> little deal that bass Yeah, fishing. you know what? All these little tricks will make you a little bit better. You know, you just got to do a little thinking. You know, because an injured fish, if you ever watch one that was dying, they keep trying to go to the bottom, but they float up. Mm -hmm. Well, the bottom suspend up. 
So, you know, if you could get your drip baits to do that, you're going to be successful. Hey, yeah. Alan, where are you yeah. going to be heading next? So the Delta is obviously cranking out some bass, and the striper action is pretty good if you're in the right place at the right time. Where are you going yeah. for freshwater? Yeah, you know what? I went to Berryessa last week, and, oh, man, it was tough again for me. But we caught – we only caught four crappie, but one was two and a half, and the other ones were pounders. And uh, we caught a bunch of bluegill, but – Man, all the bait is still 60 to 120 feet. I'm tired of yeah. seeing it laying down there just off the bottom, well, too. Believe fishing's me. so tough, you might as well just go to the ISC show for a week. I think that probably Take a, a week off, idea. go to the ISC show. And we got a little bit of rain coming in on the ISC show, too. It looks like showers just about every day of the show. So that means you're not going to be mowing the lawn. You're not going to be raking <laughs> the leaves. Just tell the wife. Yeah, no, don't gonna- tell the wife anything. Beg the wife to go to the show with you. It's going to be pretty nice just to walk around and visit everybody instead of being stuck in the booth. So, yeah. And, Troy, bring customers over there. you got to give me a percentage. <laughs> well, I already figured, you know, they already know, you know, that you're the guru when it comes to electronics. So you I might as well just camp out. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I think you said percentage. I, I didn't hear that part. I, 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 obviously, you didn't. <laughs> I, I just heard that he will be camping out part. Let me let me let me put this in a term you'll understand. He's not cheap, but he can be had. He told me at his, at his retirement party. He says, "You know, if one of the employees has any questions, have him call me on my one eight hundred number." That's right. That's right. Exactly right. Well, Alan, where are you going next? ISC show. I know you're going to the ISC, but are you going out fishing before the ISC show? Oh, yeah, and I might hit the Folsom. Well, what for? Salmon? The bite, the the swim bait bite is off the hook there. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah, you might have <laughs> talked to somebody we know. I might have, but I'm, go, I'm probably going to head out there and try it. Had something to do with those plant trucks showing up, doesn't it? Yeah, sure it does. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to always have something to do with that. We don't talk about everything we know, Sep. Well, I'm sure that's the only reason the department list the every place they're going to be planting fish so the bass fishermen know where so we know where to go (laughs) we'll score well here well alan it'll be great having you at the show especially with you and uh, tom doing the seminars on uh, forward-facing sonar i know a lot of people are wondering what the hell is that well you're going to find out folks we're going to do very basics over at the california sportsman's theater showing you what it's capable of doing what it can do for you and then if you want to get into it, if you're a bass guy, at the other side, Kent's got him lined up over there with Bryant Smith. And I'm sure that Well, Alan, Skeet's going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. Everybody is going to talk about it's it. It's the way know. of the world, folks. Get caught up, especially yeah. if you got the money. And as Kent said, sell the silver, sell the china. You don't use that crap anyway. No, you don't. <laughs> Time for a garage sale. That's it. Get a garage sale to raise money for forward-facing sonar and a new fish finder. <laughs> Well, Alan, I want to thank you for sharing with us, but I got to tell you, your Alan Fong Outdoors videos are better than they've ever been. I don't know if it's just that new camera or the fact that Denise has kicked you in the butt saying, show your personality. It's all coming out, Alan. Maybe retirement? Yeah, it could be the retirement, couldn't it? (laughs) Took took 17 years to find out he had a uh, sense of humor. (laughs) (laughs) And we all know he's got a sense of humor because he's all laughing at us after he tells us what he's... Yeah, they think I told them the truth. Exactly right. Uh Well, Alan, we will see you at the show. In the meantime, tell everybody real quick how they can uh, sign up for a subscription to Alan Fong Outdoors on YouTube. 
Yeah, just get you have to get a Gmail account or a YouTube account, and then just go to Ellen Fong Outdoors and click that subscribe button. Sure will help. And I'm sure you're up to about ten thousand three hundred already, getting about a hundred a week. Let's get it rolling, folks. We're gonna yep. bust him over twenty thousand as fast as we can. So if you haven't signed up, get on YouTube right now. Go to Alan Fong Outdoors and click subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe too. Alan, thanks for hooking up with us. We will see you live in the studio next week and at the ISE show. All right, see you guys. All right, take care and thank you. We'll be right back. California's largest sportsman's expo is back. January 18th at Cal Expo in Sacramento. Buy the latest gear, meet the experts, learn about fishing, hunting, boating, and off-roading. See Toyota's all-new Tacoma. This is the place to discover your next adventure, nearby or around the world. Your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo, January 18th through 21st at Cal Expo in Sacramento. More info at sportsexpos.com. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fish and Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. California salmon are more than just a fish. They're a way of life. They're a vital part of our economy, our environment, and our culture. But they're in peril facing tough times. That's why the Golden State Salmon Association is working hard. We're a group of fishermen, environmentalists, businesses, and families who believe that salmon are essential for California's future. GSSA is working tirelessly to restore and protect this iconic species for generations to come. Visit goldenstatesalmon.org to learn more. We'll talk. I don't know. Maybe we'll leave Ogney sitting there for a while. Just hold your horses, Mike. Damn headphones love to be a pain, don't they? Good morning, Mr. Ogney. Nice of you to join hey. us from the Golden State Salmon Association. See, I put on headphones. I can instantly talk. Good morning, guys. Is Alan in the uh, in the uh, studio with you? No, Alan just decided he'd come in next week instead, so he could get the free meal off of us. Uh, I wanted to tell him about my uh, my neighbor came to me, you know, like, hey, Mike, 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 you got some got some great fishing information for you. Yeah. Hey, I found this found this guy who, man, he he shares it all. He shares all his information where he's at, <laughs> what he's using. I'm all, oh, you found Alan, huh? He's a, he was just deflated. How'd all, you know? Oh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, some people know the good guys when they're out there, the guys that are holding back a little bit that can share some information. And I'll tell you what, this guy's one of the best, and we're thrilled to have him on the show sharing information with all exactly. the listeners. No and, that, and that's exactly what my point is, is that Alan does such a great job that when people find him, as they haven't heard about him, they're like, you know, holy 
Yes. How? <laughs> Don't push the button. Hey, the first time that uh, I ever went in there to talk to Alan about, uh, hey, Alan, I'm going on a bass fishing trip with Kent Brown, and I don't have anything, hook me up. That man walked me around and gave me stuff, told me when to use it, how to use it, what time to start using it, when on the tide to use it, when to switch, and I'm going, I can't remember all this crap, so I canceled the trip with mm-hmm. Kent. He, did, he, he fished about a half a day. I didn't even fish that. Had Mr. Pre-fished home. with you, and I said, I ain't going out there. 50 mile an hour winds he traveling what 90 miles that day something like that yeah <laughs> in four foot waves in the delta <laughs> no thanks we're not going up to knight's landing in your boat from- i didn't go all the way to knight's landing i went from lads marina to verona that's far enough dude <laughs> well mr ogney what's going on in the salmon front right now there has been a lot of talk about the total number of eggs collected the total number returning but it looks like there's some fish returning right now they're giving us some surprises yeah, there, there's still a few fish trickling on in. It's uh, a little early for the winter run, but winter run could be showing up here now and uh, in the late fall run. For the overall picture, okay, if we look at the entire Central Valley system and what, and what they actually count, we're looking at about 98 to 100,000 fish returning. That's Sacramento River, Feather, American, yeah, parts of the, the Yuba and stuff along those lines. That's the overall rough picture. The McCallamy doesn't count. That's a closed part of the system is the reason why. The adults can make it in, but the way that that part of the delta is plumbed, the babies can't make it out. They all get sucked in, into the pumps. So I, I've never understood this, but those fish don't count. So, so the McCallamy got about 20. That's, called, 20, politi- that's called political convenience. Yes, but those fish are caught in very large numbers out in the ocean. But they're, uh, and when they come back into the system, they do tend to be the fish that stray because they are trucked. Now, over the you know, hatchery release practices have greatly improved. Bill Smith down at the McCallum Hatchery has been a champion of two days on, three days or five days off. So you get in, in, a, in a week's time. You can only plant one location two times so that the predators, especially striped bass, which are very effective in finding food, uh, that's why you catch so many of them. Is, is, um, Just, if when the striped bass these, feels those trucks pulling up to the shoreline, they know what that vibration's all about. It's the beep when they back them up. Well, something's <laughs> calling them in because they're, like, they're sitting they're there like waiting Kent for them. Brown up at Folsom watching the hatchery truck drive by. Go, there they are. Mm-hmm. I was fishing stripers one time over in the Vallejo area, and they kicked, I saw all the trucks pull in over at Mare Island getting ready to dump the fry in there. You wouldn't – a hundred boats showed up in 20 minutes. There's a lot of people that show up to get them when they drop those salmon into the ocean like that, or into the bay as they get gobbled by stripers. And everybody was catching stripers rather quickly out there. Yep, and that's the way it goes. But over the past couple of weeks, there's been some great uh, releases going on. Just And the great thing about salmon release practices, they used to just dump them in, in, in the river, whatever. They would put a date on a calendar and go, ah, our food's going to run out on this date, so we're going to dump all the fish on – on you know february x and they don't do that anymore they actually look at the weather so just here two days ago after wednesday system coming in and a bigger storm coming in today um they dropped sixty-seven thousand late fall uh run fish from coleman these fish are about six uh six inches old 
I believe that they were trucked down to the uh, to the main stem Sacramento River, dumped there. So they're going to get a ride. And what and what, the, what these storms do is they muddy up the uh, river and they help to camouflage the fish. They help to push them out into the uh, out into the the uh, delta and down into the bay. And that's where we need them. We got to get them past that that Clifton Four Bay, so that they can be uh, successful in, in making their way um, out to the coast. But back on December thirtieth, they released a hundred and uh, 76,000 winter run fish, and that was direct from uh, from uh, Coleman. They released on that same day 71,000 late ball, and then working into uh, into this year, December 18th, 974 late fall year old fish. Okay, six inches long, the biggest fish that they release with the highest survival rate. December 18th, they released just shy of a million late fall fish and those fish were were trucked um as far as practices go they're trying to ramp up production at all the hatcheries livingston stone which is where the winter run are raised that's up by um the the base of uh, shasta dam uh they uh normally raise 250,000 fish well they bumped that up for the winter run they bumped that up to 800,000 and the reason is, is that basically in a nutshell, the American, the Feather, the Yuba, they're seeing pretty good returns. Our problem is the upper sack. The upper sack has collapsed because the Bureau of Reclamation in 2020 and 2021 just released hot water off of Shasta. That killed all the juvenile fish up there. We're talking like close to 100%. They sterilized the damn river. And now the first thing that comes out of their mouth, they go, oh, yeah, it was drought. It wasn't drought, Zep. It was, it was, it's called thermal pollution. And they thermalized the entire upper river. And that was our biggest wild component of returning natural fish in the entire system is the upper sack. So they, prob- they probably in- killed how many eggs, do you think, at that point? Over a million? Oh, <laughs> 30 million eggs? Yeah. Uh, and if we had uh, walked across if we had walked across a red and disturbed a red, we'd probably get fined and go to jail and these guys could just let it fly and do whatever they want, right? Oh, it's it's even worse than that, Seth, because the US Fish and Wildlife announced that this was going to happen in in March of both of those years before it happened in the fall. Cuz the Bureau of Reclamation went to them and go, "Well, we're going to release all the cold water pools to the farmers, and we're not going to save any for, for salmon. They knew about it. And where was where was uh, California Fish and Wildlife? Where was the National Marine Fisheries Service, U.S. Fish and Wildlife? Complicit going, with no, the, you can't com- do this. They're and complicit doing- with the politicians, man. Exactly. And it's just now we're on this, like, condor rescue plan they've actually you know have killed the fishery i have news folks it's going to be closed again next season this is not enough fish to get this season open a hundred thousand fish out of a million fish goal is not going to get us there and the amazing thing is they're they're not using they aren't using the protocols that they used in the past where only these eggs can be in this river and they only should we should only keep the natural spawning fish all that's out of the window. It's graze as many as we can, dump them anywhere you can, make the numbers look good. Yeah, and it's not it's not going to be pretty down the line. I'm, I'm against these McCallamy fish being brought upstream simply because they have a tendency to out-migrate late in the spring or later in the spring. 
than what the upper sack fish do. Those upper sack fish have developed a, a timing to to survive. If they go out early, they survive at a higher rate. Because if you go out in, in May, you're you're a striper's uh, dinner. Well, Michael, there is so much more we can talk about, but you know the way it works. When we get to 6.59.30, I got to get you off the phone with me. I'm unhappy with the way things are going. I am happy to see that some things are being done, even though they're frantic and last-ditch efforts and everything it appears to be. I hope they can get a plan back in place, and I hope that they weren't just giving us a bunch of verbal diarrhea when they said they're going to be working with agencies to control the water temperatures. The first time they wipe out another set of eggs like they've done in the past, somebody needs to do a little lawsuit or something. And I would imagine it would start with Golden State Salmon Association and others. I'll keep my mouth quiet right now, but there might be such a suit coming down the pipe. Well, that's probably a good idea then. What a good guess from Sepp. Mike Ogney yeah. with the Golden State Salmon Association, one of their board of directors that keeps up regularly up to date on what's going on. You guys pay attention, and you'll know what's happening too out there, and you can get your words heard by becoming a member of the Golden State Salmon Association too. The way to do that, listen to this outro right now, become a member. Golden State Salmon Association, a group working together. Fishermen, charter boat captains, river guides, and people from all walks of life who care, all with a single objective, to restore and maintain California salmon for their economic, recreational, commercial, cultural, and health values. GSSA's ongoing mission is to develop and implement policies and projects targeted to improve salmon survival rates for the benefit of all people, wildlife, and communities. With your help, populations can thrive in our rivers and ocean. Learn more about supporting GSSA at goldenstatesalmon.org. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Coming up next... Lowrance is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lowrance marine electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Manteca, Sacramento, Fairfield, and Rockland have it all. And their trained cell staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lowrance Electronics providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lowrance live in the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. 
Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Quail Point's bird season is underway. We're planting pheasants, quail, and chucker Wednesday through Sunday from 8 to 3 through March. Come out and do some day shoots or purchase a bird guard. Quail Point's a great place to bring the family. If you have young kids not ready to carry a shotgun, have them bring their BB gun and walk the field with you. It's a great way to work on gun safety, and it's way more fun than just walk. Take a break off and on and let them get some shots in, carry some birds in their vest, and get in on the action. If you have any questions, check out quailpoint.com or give us a call at 530-735-6217. Attention all California boaters and water enthusiasts. Did you know that quagga and zebra mussels pose a serious threat to our waters and fisheries? All registered vessels operating in fresh water within the state are required to display mussel fee stickers to help prevent the spread of these invasive mussels. By following the regulations and obtaining your mussel fee sticker, you can play a crucial role in protecting our waterways from these harmful invaders. It's easy to get and it only costs $16 for two years and you're helping to keep quagga and zebra mussels out of our lakes and reservoirs. Stickers can be purchased online at dmv.ca.gov right slash mussel fee or at your local DMV or AAA office. All freshwater boat owners must have the mussel fee stickers on their boats to operate legally on California's lakes and reservoirs. For more information, check out dmv.ca.gov right slash mussel fee. Let's all work together to keep California's waters clean and beautiful. California's largest sportsman's expo is back January 18th at Cal Expo in Sacramento. Buy the latest gear, meet the experts, learn about fishing, hunting, boating, and off-roading. See Toyota's all-new Tacoma. This is the place to discover your next adventure nearby or around the world. Your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo January 18th through 21st at Cal Expo in Sacramento. More info at sportsexpos.com. And now, more California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back. Did I tell you that the International Sportsman's Expo is coming to town January 18th to 20th? Oh, yeah, I did, didn't I? Right till the 21st. It's all that's on everybody's mind sitting here in the studio with Mr. Troy Maggie from Fisherman's Warehouse Stores. Mr. Kent Brown, that's all we do is hang out at that place right now. Yeah, it's going to be fun, Seth. And, you know, we got to remind uh, folks that they can pick up discount coupons O'Reilly Auto Parts. Big O Tire Stores, they could get a free ticket by going to a NorCal Toyota dealer and going test driving a, test a new Toyota. So uh, there's some opportunities. There was even a deal on KCRA. All you had to do was give a little blood, and you get a free ticket. I saw the uh, yeah. thing on television. All and you it. can also get discount coupons online and pre-purchase your tickets to save standing in line uh, when you come down to Cal Expo. Or you might want to be paying attention to California sportsmen every now and then because the third caller that calls in right now is going to get two tickets to the International Sportsman's Expo, 339-1140 or 1-800-920-1140. You're going to the ISE show on Mr. John Kirk, our next guest. Good morning, Mr. Kirk. <laughs> Good morning, guys. There's no need for me. You guys do it all. Well, that's the whole plan. We just talk over you. We just have you on to add a little credibility to our show. <laughs> I think you have plenty of that. Well, I don't know about that, but I know the the lines have lit up, and there's only two of them being given away at this moment. Well, it's going to be fun, man. We're looking forward to it. How are the crowds in Denver? That's the, right. They're it, at the Big good? Denver show right now. They've been decent, uh, good, actually, uh, although this morning we woke up to snow and minus 6 degrees, so we'll see how strong the Coloradans actually are. Well, I got a feeling they're pretty tough. I've seen some people in Iowa that uh, they're definitely getting out right now. 
Well, let's oh, yeah. just let's just hope my demo tank can make it over the hill. I just talked to Joe this morning, and he said all was planned. Uh, don't expect any um, delays. Good deal. Good deal. Should be good. Now it's going to be fun, John. We're we're all excited about the show coming to uh, to Sacramento and uh, and doing it all over again. You know, I mean, it, I I'm not sure. I've lost count. I don't know if this is 35 or 36 consecutive years for me in Sacramento. Since it started, you've been there. Yeah, yeah. No, I missed the first year. I think so. No, I missed the huh, first how did year. You do you that? Didn't. Uh, Mr. Rice sent me somewhere else. Oh, okay. I, I yeah. don't even want to know the answer to that yeah, one. Exactly so I'll just right. stay quiet till after we Ex- get off the exactly air. Exactly right. So, uh, Well, John, all morning we've been talking to some of the seminar speakers and to the guys, but we haven't talked a whole lot about your adventure theater. And I think the adventure theater is so much improved this year with the people coming in, the sh- information that's going to be shared, and many new topics, including sporting clays. And I understand the guy is unbelievable, Henning Matthew. Well, that's what I'm told, and that's what I've seen on the YouTube uh, it's something we wanted to do. Uh, we need new stuff and we need new people. And a lot of people shoot clays to stay in tune over the course of the year. Uh, they, they, uh, they love it as a sport. Uh, it's something you can do when you can't hunt and Henning is top guy. And he's been able to pull together all sorts of, um, free gear that we're going to give away, uh, including, uh, being able to go shoot at a bunch of Northern California clubs for free just to see if you like it. Um, and then we've, we've got a couple of other guys, uh, one from California Rifle and Pistol Association who's going to talk about personal safety, personal awareness. And we've got someone from uh, California Waterfall Association who's going to talk about wildfall. And then uh, the one that I'm excited about is Casey Harvey, uh, Harbor, uh, who's going to talk about survival and what does that mean. And it's not necessarily gaining more and more gear. It's really a state of mind. Um, and then we've got our normal guys who are going to talk about deer hunting and pigs and turkey well, and ducks. And the geese, guy so. you got talking about pigs ain't no normal guy. That's Ted Liddy, and Ted is uh, very involved in shooting sports right on down the line. Uh, excellent turkey hunter, pig hunter, the whole bit. He was my first instructor in shooting school. So the guy, right. the guy knows his busy. the guy knows his way around sporting. That's for sure. Sporting ventures all over the place. Well, John. Well, and the other thing that we're doing, Sep, is uh, thanks to to one of your pals, we are, we're making the experience better in the theater by having some new equipment, so folks will uh, have a better experience with the new and better folks. Well, you guys stepped it right up. We did a good job at the California Sportsman's Theater. We conned you out of some new equipment and stuff there. It worked out well for us, so why not move it over there and step up the other ones too because hunting is just as important, if not more important, than fishing in our society. We have to maintain our traditions here or we're going to lose them all together. So I think you guys have done an absolutely great job of bringing these folks out. James Stone's one of the best goose and duck hunters that I'm aware of. He's going to be coming down to talk about that. He's also the president of the Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association. Jeff Smith from CWA, he's no slouch. He's their hunting and education program supervisor. So if you're even slightly interested in some of these things or think it might be something that you or your family members might be, stop off, stop into the Adventure Theater. Make sure you see some of those seminars to help you figure out your plans for this year. Because as they always... You want to talk about the demo tank yet? Yeah, in just a minute. Okay. One of the things we always talk about is the ISC gives us the opportunity to find out all the ideas and places to go. And that's how I ended up in Alaska. That's how I ended up in the Yukon. That's how I ended up in British Columbia on all the trips I've taken. 
it was thanks to the folks at the ISC showing me what the possibilities are and talking with them right across the counter with the people that run the shows in those different uh, That's how resorts. I wound up in Eugene, Oregon. Yeah, I yeah. was on that tank with you, my friend. Oh, yeah, no, I, I remember get it. that well, I get too. it. So, you know what, Seth? We're excited. The, the you know, the westernbass.com aquarium demo tank that we've got over there, always fun to see the big fish out of the California Delta that Department of Fish and Wildlife bring in. But Saturday, you know, we don't have a lot of two-hour seminars at the ISC <laughs> show, but I can't get this guy on the tank and off the tank in an hour. It isn't um, everybody that can get this guy to come to a sports show. That's not at all. And we've got Skeet Reese coming in, you know, former Bassmaster Classic champion, former Bassmaster Angler of the Year. You see him on Major League Fishing. And uh, and we've got Skeet coming in to hang out with us. Now, I don't even know if he's going to be on the tank. His uh, knee surgery recovery is going a little slow. Um, so I'm not sure he's going to climb up on the tank. So we're going to have to see how that all works. It just makes it easier to him. kiss babies <clears throat> and to take That's photos. Right. But, but we do have him Saturday for two hours. Uh, and the hottest fisherman uh, in the country right now from uh, the Bassmaster Elite Series and uh, Bassmaster Classic Qualifier this year. He'll be fishing Grand Lake in Oklahoma in March. Our buddy Bryant Smith from Roseville is going to be hanging out with us too. So we're looking forward to it. Well, it should be spectacular. There's no Double doubt G, about Greg that. Gutierrez, Ken Ma, who's won tournaments all over. You know, Wonder Boy Luke Johns, he's going to be hanging out with us. We've got uh, just a, you know, Nick the Informity Fisherman's going to be with us on the demo tech. Billy Hines is going to be there, you know, former uh, Major League Fishing Pro. So uh, we're just looking forward to uh, a great lineup of anglers. Randy McAbee from Bakersfield, he's, uh, he's literally set probably one of the best crankbait fishermen in the country. Uh, so we're looking forward to having Randy hang out with us as well. Well, you've heard what we're doing in both the theaters, obviously, but there is so much more at this show. One of the important things at the show, in my opinion, and I always say this when I'm doing intros at the theater, this is a big show. Plan your day. Make sure you get to see the things you want, and don't try to cram it all into one day. Enjoy yourself and come back for a second day, and that way you can see everything you need to see or want to see and find out more information about the potential trips, destinations, and everything else. John, you've got so many outfitters. you got all the state and federal agencies that we can go over and yell at. I mean, that'll be fun. Oh, yeah. Well, the other things I want to say, we talk a lot about the tank and the, the other theaters, but the kayak theater is just jam-packed this year. Uh, I mean, we virtually have something every hour of the show, including uh, probably three-quarters of the folks haven't been there before. So they should check out the seminar schedule. Also, in the in the youth fair, which runs uh, all weekend, um, I want people to uh, check that out because we have all sorts of free activities, and we... Uh, sprung for some new and better fish so we're going to have uh sunfish and catfish and some real uh whoppers for the kids to catch uh instead of just the trout that we've typically had trying to up it for them you know for good reason we just kind of gloss over fly fishermen you know we'll go ahead, guys. and and we just sit here and go ah, fly fishing but you know what I met, there's a whole hall full of fluffy bug chuckers that's right i met denny rickards there i met so many people jo joan and what's his name wolf marilyn and i met at the theaters there is so much like this going on they got the fly tying how-to center the fly casting pond the youth fair sporting dog arena you heard him mention the kayak this is a show that can keep you busy for two full days if you're an outdoorsman that's the plan. Sorry, here I'm trying to uh, work with people who are getting into the show in Denver. 
We're, I'm pointing and waving. And, you, you know, John is the director of communications, and apparently he's the only one that can do anything there. No, no. We, we lean on him very heavily, but uh, we knew today was going to be a chore getting to him because they are in the middle of the big Denver ISE show right now. Today is their Saturday morning back there, just like next weekend is going to be going on here. And hopefully we'll have John in the studio with us. We'll see if he can break away and make it here so he can pay for breakfast for all of our crew. <laughs> I look forward to it, Seth, as always. John, we all look forward to the show, and we don't have to wait long now. If we didn't cover it, Sep, they can find it at sportsexpos.com. They can get their discount coupons. They can pre-purchase their tickets. They can see the seminar schedules, the layout of the show, and a list of all the exhibitors. There you have it, folks. What more could we tell them, Mr. Kirk? Uh <laughs> We uh, invite you all to come down. It wouldn't be a show, couldn't be a show without your passion, uh, without you guys getting out in the outdoors after we leave town. We hope that we can bring together enough information and gear to make a great experience and hopefully to make greater experiences down the line after we're gone. And we thank you. Well, we will see you. You're very welcome, but we will see you Thursday, maybe even Wednesday during setup. Some of us will be there on Tuesday. Yeah, Kent will be delivering boats. You know how that works. So, yeah. And Kent, don't forget it. John Kirk says, have you seen Sep? You know the response. Yeah, I saw him just a few minutes ago. Yeah, he's walking that way. Yeah. John, it has been a pleasure setting up the ISE show. It's going to be a bigger pleasure going there and enjoying the whole damn thing and getting out there, seeing old friends that we've had in the past and new resorts, new destinations, and maybe a few new ideas in what you can do in the outdoors. That's what the ISE is all about, folks. Join us out there. January 18th to 21st opens up Thursday at 11 a.m., Saturday at 10 a.m., and Sunday at 10 a.m. Come on out and share a great time with a lot of people that think exactly like you. We will see you this week, my friend, and we look forward to the show. Thank you guys very much. See you soon. You got it, partner. Take care. John Kirk with the Bye-bye. International Sportsman's Expo. I think it's time we uh, we announce the winner of the Gun Owners of California, 52 guns and 52 weeks raffle set. I don't know um, why we want to do that. I didn't win. Well, our friends at Gun Owners of California were at the Capitol fighting SB 53. It's a new bill that would require everyone to have all their guns locked up at home at all times. Uh, it only took two minutes for uh, Sam Paradis to school the author on how blatantly unconstitutional this bill was, but he said he basically didn't care what the Constitution says. Yeah, we got a lot of politicians. That uh, feel that that's way. pretty interesting. So make sure that you're supporting our friends at Gun Owners of California because they're out there fighting for you. Winner number two of the 2024 Gun Owners of California 52 Guns, 52 Weeks Raffle Ticket number 1181. Uh, ben Drennan of Lincoln, California. Ben, you've got a Henry Classic lever action rifle in 22 long rifle, and they'll be uh, giving you a call, sending you down to guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville to uh, do all the proper paperwork and to pick up your gun in uh, a couple of weeks. So it'll be a lot of fun to uh, announce another winner next week, and there's still some tickets available. If you haven't got yours, you've only missed two weeks. Call gun owners and get some tickets. I want to get on a soapbox. Why? Because I'm really unhappy with uh, some of the decisions that I see being made from politicians lately. Like, uh, hey, Governor, and the guy that just proposed this other one that Kent was mentioning, why do you just keep putting up new bills knowing 100% that it is unconstitutional and will have to go through courts and appellate courts and appeals and cost the taxpayers of California 
probably about a million dollars for each one of them you throw up, and they don't care if it's unconstitutional. Well, fortunately, the Supreme Court does. He's over budget anyway. Just a few, not to mention he's got a huge employee retirement program that isn't even financed in California. Well over $30 million or billion dollars for the retirement programs, too. Pretty crazy, huh? Yeah. Well, so is the way they treat water and some of the people in the state. There you go. I get a little frustrated and get on the soapbox, but I'm off of it right now. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, Mr. Steve Carson hooks up with us, and he's got some great stuff to share. Are you looking for the biggest and best fishing opportunities for trout, kokanee, and landlocked king salmon? Look no further than Nate Kelsch of Big Nate's Guide Service. Specializing in trolling techniques with all the latest in electronics, Nate knows the best spots at Berryessa, Comanche, Pardee, New Maloney's, and more. Hi, I'm Captain Nate Kelsch of Big Nate's Guide Service, and I want to invite you to join me for some of Northern California's best trout, kokanee, and king salmon action, as well as other species. Come on out, jump on board, and let's go make some memories. Big Nate's Guide Service, 916-860-9180. That's 916-860-9180. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Banteca, Fairfield, and Rockland all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lowrance offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. And now, more California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Turn on your mic, Sepp. Hey, we're back, and we've got Mr. Steve Carson hooking up with us right now. He is uh, probably getting packed up with about 50 or 60 rods, all his tackle. Is he bringing a cooler? I bet. Let's find out. Good morning, Mr. Carson. How are you today? I'm great, and unfortunately, there will not be room in the van for a cooler. So. Mm. Not going to be happening. How about the Although week I after? How about the week the after that? The week after that. How about the week after that? Because he'll be down your way. <laughs> oh, oh! Is he going to be delivering? I'm sure he's going to be delivering boats at all kinds of shows. For the, <laughs> I will be in Long Beach. First, first half of the year. I will be I in Long love Beach. The story. I, I love the story hearing about Skeet not being able to get up on the tank. Over the years, at different times, I've been scheduled at ISC and other shows too. 
to be, uh, quote, unquote, up on the tank, I've never been up there. You know why? Because if I went up there, I would immediately go face first into the water with the fish. Well, I've been. Up I was. There. I thought you'd just love it, and then you'd you'd, you'd never want to never want to do anything else. Uh, no, I'd be lucky if I went face first into the water instead of backwards uh, hitting my head on the concrete. So yeah, you will not. You will never ever see me up on top of a tank. Well, yeah, and they anywhere. have that wonderful little chain there that swings around to hold you up there if you need to grab something on your fall to the ground where you break your neck. Right. Right. Well, you know, I've probably got more time on a demo tank than anybody in the state, Sep. Have you uh, ever fallen in? Uh, no, I have not. But I did step on the board at the one in Long Beach, and it, 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 it I thought it was part of the of the uh, you know base where you stand, and it wasn't. It was just a little pe- thin piece of wood, and uh, that I... could have got tricky, but it didn't. And uh, and tune in now. You have probably followed Skeet a time or two uh, in seminars, so you know why I gave him two hours. Uh, oh, exactly. Well, <laughs> I, and I won't mention the venue. It was an IFC I, where I followed him, mm-hmm. and it was it was very definitely the entire audience was his audience. And so I'm up there, and they they see my gear, and they immediately realize I'm not talking about bass. No, no. And uh, it was like, boo! Bring back Skeet. And little boo! did they little did they know that Skeet would have rather sat down and talked about tuna with you. <laughs> I noticed that he was in the audience. Yes, so, so no, that, he, lo- he loves saltwater fishing. So yeah. I oh I know I know. So what do you he got for us? Up. Did Skeet ever well, go on trips with Tom? is a little bit off on the on the fifty rods, but it, it's a fair number of rods all rigged up. In fact, I, and and I finished them two days ago. They're just sitting on my on my couch, leaning on my couch, waiting to be loaded in the car. A well known fishing photographer writing a magazine article heard about my wonderful setups. Said, if I can, I swing by and borrow those this afternoon because the light's going to be perfect. And I'm like, yeah, but I better get them back like the same day. So they all came back. But yeah, yeah. So um, uh, I'm very happy about what I've got. Um, literally, um, I, well, it's kind of like you can't have every single rig that you that you could ever possibly use for bass fishing in one of your seminars. It's certainly not in a one hour. Maybe in a two hour you could, but I've got uh, the you know the full spectrum of tuna tackle, literally from my 20-pound rig to my 130-pound rig, with uh, you know appropriate hooks and lures tied on all of them, plus extra lures as props, plus a nice little PowerPoint on a stick that I'm going to hand the nice man behind the curtain, and uh, and I'm hoping James Smith manages to show up. And uh, so he'll be my co-speaker. If not, you know what? I've gone solo before. Oh, he'll be there for you. You just got to build up his confidence a little bit because he hasn't caught that many bluefins in Northern California, but he's been out there looking for more than anybody. He's intimidated having to work with tuna. You think so? I guarantee it. Well, I don't. I don't. I, I would be. I can't imagine that James Smith, with all the experiences he has, intimidated by Steve I, Carson. I, I would be. Steve Carson just knows everything there is about big saltwater fish. That's right. But James is. I, I've, I've been up on stage with a with a number of well known captains, and and it's more about they're, they're not they're not worried about me, but your typical fishing boat captain, uh, you know, who's up in his in his little uh, his little office on the water all the time, usually by himself. Sometimes a big crowd, even the wonderful, nice, uh, friendly crowds of ISE, sometimes the big crowds do kind of intimidate them. It's not <laughs> me. Them. 
it, it's not me, it's the crowd. Exactly. Well, Tuna, I'm sure you and James are going to give people a great Northern California look at the opportunities off our coast and uh, probably quite similar tackle, I would imagine. Well, yeah. Well, as a matter of fact, it's it's pretty much identical. And um, just just to use the uh, the the Tiger Woods analogy, people always want to know, oh, can I just take one rod? No. And I say, well, you know what? You know why Tiger Woods carries 14 clubs? Because that's the limit. He'd carry more if he was allowed to. And that's why Tuna rolls oh. them out on hand trucks when he shows up. <laughs> no, no, a hand truck is not heavy enough. If you've seen if you've seen me loading up for an actual trip, I'm using one of those big dock carts with a with a two thousand pound uh, load limit. Well, I hope you keep it under the load. Uh, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I have to call uh, one of the nice young deckhands to help me push the cart. Well, folks, Steve Car- – oh, you're just showing me the blast-off right now at Shasta. Is that this morning? That's Boy, right now. It's live. Pretty impressive blast-off they're having up there right Looks now. Looks wet and cold, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Way too wet and cold. <laughs> Carson, do you like to fish in the rain? No. You well, should have, the fish don't know it's raining. You should have been a trout fisherman. It's 61 degrees at my house right now, and I'm dressed for snow. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you're old like me. That's right. Exactly. All right, Steve. Well, thank you so much. We look forward to seeing you at the show, and I'm sure you'll be there on Thursday morning bright and early. We'll see you there, and then I hope you'll be able to join us here live in the studio on Saturday morning as usual. Looking forward to it. All right, partner. You have a great one, and we will see you at the Cal Expo. Take care. Bye. What a great time he's going to have. Hey, next guy's live in the blind, Ken. You think You think he's live in the blind? I know. I know he'll fish in the rain. I know he'll shoot in the wane, and I know he'll he's duck hunting in the he, He's duck hunting in Is it, it right raining now. out there yet, Mr. Pringle? No, it is not. I don't want rain. It no. gets you wet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should have been a trout fisherman too. And he's 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 a little south of the rain right now, Seb. Randy, the fishing instructor, the guy that runs the uh, best bass tournaments out there. He's live in the blind at one of the top blinds in California, is my guest down in Los Banos. Uh, how many bad days of hunting did you have this year? You know, we had a slow vember, but as you were on the radio with us, uh, even a slow vember still gives us opportunities to shoot. You know, we were at a four, a six, a four, a six, and that was kind of our November. And then it got really, really good, and then the birds kept jumping back and forth. This last four hunts we've had, it's just been on fire. Now, today is a little different. Um, We're a little slower, and I'm listening around at everything in the whole valley out here. I don't hear a lot of shooting. There's a single in the back door a little high. Man, we had so missed just, we had missed this morning at four thirty coming down. Looked like it was going to rain down in the Vacaville area. So I'm looking way off to the north, and I'm seeing uh, looks like rain out there. And I just hope it gives us the opportunity. We've got birds in in the uh, in the uh, blind here. Uh, one of the things that we did is we dropped the pond level. There's a single on the ground right there going into eight, nine. Uh, we dropped the pond level. What this does is it gives that nice feeding grass to shoot up, and uh, you see some mud flats. When the mud flats occur, you start seeing the – you can see the feathers, um, and you can see the little shoots being nibbled off the top by uh, tipping ducks, which is, you know, your teal, your your widgeon, and your sprig stuff that tips over and not dives down deep we've we got a couple ponds on this property that are deep and we have divers so when they're coming at you you got to be really quick and careful not to shoot the diver duck 
Randy. You know, it's going to be fun. We're going to have a great time this coming week, guys. ISC show. I've got a couple seminars to do over at the um, the theater, and I'm looking forward to greeting and seeing everybody out there. We'll be talking about some bass fishing, some striper fishing, and if you want to talk a little bit about ducks, we can do that. How much longer does the season last? It closes like the end of this month, right? Uh, yes, uh, Wednesday, the 31st would be the last day. How about the youth hunts? We still got some of those that are scheduled afterwards and we, late late season goose, too? Hunt. We do a we do the late uh, late goose hunt. We do the youth hunt, and we also do the veterans hunt on our property. So, veterans, you know, they if somebody's a veteran and they want to try to get out, you know, there's one of us will always try to get them out. Well, Randy's going to be doing seminars at the International Sportsman's Expo and the California Sportsman Theater. He'll also be doing a lot of the introductions of some of the people there. When I'm not around, he's going to be taking over introducing all the speakers for us. But I got to tell you, folks. A bass seminar in the California Sportsman Theater doesn't happen very often, but he is very entertaining. And I think that uh, if you are even remotely interested in bass fishing, I don't know why you would be, it's a great guy to start learning the elementary stuff from because that's where I learned it. I actually had fun out bass fishing with him, and I always badmouth bass fishing, but that's just me. I think it's that it's you can't cast. That's I can't cast. I can't catch them. I can't wait right. when I feel a bite. I just stick them immediately and take it right out of their mouth. And standing on one leg running a trolling motor is not going to be your forte. <laughs> no, I'm usually fighting to find. That's the wrong remote control. Where's the right one? I have my moments out on the boat. But I got to tell you, Randy, it's been a pleasure talking with you live in the blind, but I really look forward to having you at the ISC and talking with all the folks out there. It's a good time. We get to see all our old friends and uh, remember why they all look so strange. Randy. You lost Randy. Randy's shooting ducks. He's got birds. He's got his head down. (laughs) I still got you there. You're there, but I think we lost you. Yeah. Yeah, we uh – a uh, 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 ringling just came in. I go, I looked up and it was high, high to a grasshopper. And I went, oh, no, right on our face. And he turned right at the last second. And I think it was depth to saturation. So my question is, did you hit it? Oh, no, Bertie just brought it back and I'm looking at it. It's a nice, big, fat greenling. Well, that's the way to do it. Randy, get back to it. Get your head down and enjoy your hunt out there today. We appreciate it, and we will see you at the ISC, my friend. We will see you guys. Hey, everybody have a great day and a good weekend. We'll see you this weekend. All right. Hey, where's Marilyn? It's time for Get a Clue. Get a Clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. Wow, unless you're a diehard fisherman or a bass guy, you're probably not driving around much these past few days. But if you're going out, be cautious. Weather like this means slick roads, so pay attention and definitely keep an eye on the other guy. And be sure your lights are on. This is a good time to check things out on your vehicles. If your wiper blades aren't doing the job, replace them. 
Worn tires don't work well on wet roads, so if you've been thinking about it, replace now. Take a look at trailer tires, too, plus make sure tire pressure is where it's supposed to be. Fishing is good, and you can still get crab and trolling for trophy trout produces. It's that time of year, but go prepared. Let someone know where you're going, take food and drinks, be aware of your surroundings, and don't take chances. Wear your life jacket on the water. Lots to think about. It's definitely winter, a great time of year. Opportunities surround us. Take advantage, but let's make a deal. Be around for 2025. Get a clue. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and well. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. California's largest sportsman's expo is back. January 18th at Cal Expo in Sacramento. (laughs) Buy the latest gear. Meet the experts. Learn about fishing, hunting, boating, and off-roading. See Toyota's all-new Tacoma. This is the place to discover your next adventure, nearby or around the world. Your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo, January 18th through 21st at Cal Expo in Sacramento. More info at sportsexpos.com. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Megastore stocked the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers, and the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa in all Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, Fairfield, and Rockland. If your passion is bass fishing, only one radio show has the action, information, and excitement of your favorite outdoor sport. Ultimate Bass, hosted by tournament bass pro and California Outdoor Hall of Famer Kent Brown, takes you live to where the fish are biting every Saturday morning. Only Ultimate Bass feeds your passion with the latest news, products, tips, and advice from the pros. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown, Saturday mornings at 5 a.m. on Sacktown Sports 1140, part of SEP's Saturday Morning Outdoors. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, Kit. Morning, Shep. How's it going, guys? Well, I made it back, believe it or not. Only took three days to get home from Connecticut. But I'm here. Well, uh, we haven't talked about it in quite some time, and it's actually going on pretty good. I talked to a couple of guide friends of mine today. Is pig hunting. You know, everybody's out there pig hunting now. They're plentiful. They're actually getting some good numbers of them. He said he's, every trip he's been on, he's 100% successful. And he says they're just all over the place, and they're ranging anywhere 
from about 50 pounds up to 400 pounds. He said, but remember, if you're going to eat the pig, don't get a really huge one. You don't need it. And the meat gets tougher as it gets older. So what you're really looking for is to get about 150 150 pound pig, great eating pig, and you'll be satisfied with the meat and the taste. Nowadays, most of it is um, spot and stocking on the pigs. As it gets warmer into the summertime, you'll want to lay around some uh, water and mud and always be out there early in the morning and towards the evening. That's when they're going to be showing up. So and you want to have a good rifle sighted in for at least 100 yards. I would I would preferably go out to 200 myself, but get you a good rifle, get it out to get the range out there, get used to shooting that range. And you want to be, practice shooting that in different positions. You want to do prone, offhand, leaning against a tree, kneeling on a rock, whatever you can think of, something different, because you never know what kind of situation you're going to run into when you actually go to shoot this pig. Okay? So get out there, do a little pig hunting, have a little fun, and I'll talk to you later. And I look forward to seeing you in the store. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff. And be sure to check them out on the web at GunsFishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and hey, did I tell you we're the ISE shows this week? Yeah, I did, about a million times over the last week or two, and that's just the way it is. It is the biggest show. There's no question about it. And if you want some of the biggest deals at the show, you need to stop by in the main building. That's the pavilion building, the big one, where they keep all the cows and sheep and stuff normally, and check in with Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores. They put up an enormous store every year. And joining us live in the studio this morning is the guy that puts it all together, Mr. Troy Maggie from Fisherman's Warehouse Stores. Morning, sir. Good morning. Well, what kind of great deals have you got for him this year? Well, I had a lot of help this year, believe it or not. So, uh, you know, we've always it's it's I, I hate to say it's a repeat, but you know the factories are the same. They free rods, free reels. Free, that's free tackle bags. That's what and, they need to hear is the free part of everything going on out there because this is their opportunity to get out there, find the new tackle they're looking for, find some of the items that they can't live without, and they may end up with a freebie as a result of it. Yeah, too. and I think a lot of people actually wait till this time of year. You know, it's been kind of slow. I did out last there. year. <laughs> right. Well, you know, and your favorite reel, buy the reel, you get a free rod, same as always, you know, yeah. and. Um, but, you know, we've got some really nice backpacks from uh, Phoenix. We'll be giving away with every Phoenix rod purchased. Uh, Kuma stepped up at the last minute. If you buy any of their high-end saltwater reels, they're giving away a $125 tackle backpack. Jeez. So, you know, these are things that, you know, we used to do the buy three, get one free every year. And, and you know, we'll still have that. You know, we've got the three for $20 Lucky Craft. I was talking to Ken. We've just got 2,500 pieces. And there's some pretty cool stuff, stuff that I've never even seen before. There's well, you guys bulk up a lot of stuff there. There's no doubt about that. But you also bring in all the biggest electronics and everything and have a huge display of those available. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's probably 1,500 rods packed away to go to the show. Uh, probably the best selection of reels we've had since – Prior to COVID, you know, we've got some good inventory on everything. There's a lot of new stuff. It's kind of funny. I'm locked in an office now all the time. So now I'm going out there pulling reels for the show. I'm like, when did they change that? That's actually a pretty nice looking reel. And, um, you know, the guys from Pure Fishing, they're going to be there. They're giving away free 
a hooded sun shirts if you buy a Revo, free hooded sun shirt if you buy a pen. You know, they're giving away free lures. You just buy a couple lures from us, they're going to give you a free lure out of their booth. And most of the factories are doing that this year. So Daiwa stepped up big time. Buy a reel, get a free rod. Are you still doing that with that same rod and reel I dealt with? Yeah, you know, that's still, it's going to be pretty hard for somebody to come in and take over that number I one spot I might have for to uh, get another couple of those. You know, the Daiwa Lexa 100 line counter, you know, there was a couple other, I'm trying to remember who else had a reel that was like that before that was pretty popular Well, there for were us, several but, of them. The guys, the guys figured out how they could put one on there with a reel counter, too. There's, there was lots of stuff going on, but that is the co- most compact, smallest, easy-to-handle system with a line counter built into it. You know, and the thing is, is, you know, like, you know, Alan used to always talk about mooching up at Berryessa. So it's not always about your setbacks when you're trolling. If you're, you know, if he's using those little milk-white gitsits and you're mooching, you got to get down to the same. You can use that exact same rod for that, too. So it's not really just it for trolling. It is a super ultralight rod. What is it, four to eight? It's a seven and a half foot. Yeah, I think four to eight pounds. Yeah. It might be two to eight. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's absolutely perfect for trout, kokanee, all medium-sized stuff. It would work great at Eagle Lake. You would know you have a big fish on if you hook it on there. And that's what's fun. As I went through fishing, I wanted to catch fish. Then I wanted to catch a lot of fish. Then I wanted to catch as many fish as I could. Then I wanted to catch as many fish as I could on lighter tackle. That's how I am. And that's what happens. You get this sickness, and you use something that might be a little bit too small, but it's able to do the job if you finesse it correctly. Yes. You know, the other thing we're going to have there this year is the electronics. You know, typically, you know, we used to have to do a lot of special orders. We're going to be loaded to the hilt with electronics. There's a great deal on the Lowrance HDS Live 12. Um, You know, that's still... You know, Kent talks about forward-facing sonar, the ultimate cheat code for for bass fishing, and um, you know that's a you know for for two thousand dollars you can get into that technology. It, it makes you know I've always heard it makes bad fishermen worse and great fishermen or good fishermen great. Um, you know the technology is it's pretty spectacular. Well, this is the latest and the greatest. There's no question about that. But I bet you're going to have a whole bunch of what LS nines there too for a whole lot less money for people. Yeah, we'll we'll have everything from the entry level all the way up to. And the- if you're a trout fisherman like me, I'm not so sure you need to spend four or five thousand. I want to just because I want to see it on my own screen. Yeah. But for for the kind of fishing that a guy like me does, trolling around for the most part all the time, you get by easily with one of those. Uh, what is it? An LS nine, right? 9FS yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the FS9. That's, I mean, you know, they say that for the money, that's the best unit. It's you can got actually, everything in it except forward-looking sonar. No, it has forward-facing yeah, sonar. Yeah, you can actually Does it run really? it. 9FS has forward-facing sonar and has mapping. And, and, and you know, and if you're not a bass fisherman, it's autopilot compatible. It's radar compatible. So it's, it's a great unit. Hey, in the other room in there, can you guys take a look in here? Thank you. Wanted to get that other phone answered in there. <laughs> Well, forward-facing sonar is certainly the way of the future. I think we'll see improvements from that. And I'm sure someday they'll have television cameras underneath that look right through all the cloudy water and show us everything that's going on eventually. I'm sure it's right around the corner. You know, the best part about the the ISE show, though, is it's not just going to be us and a few of our employees out there. You're going to be supported by all the main factories, too. That's what you guys do best. You've got them all lined up right next door to you so everybody can go over there, see the reel, handle the rod, do everything they want, and talk to the pros how it'll work for their techniques that they're going to be going after different species. Absolutely. Go ahead. You can shake all the rods, try on a pair of Costa glasses, 
get the ones that fit. You can go right down the line. You know, I'm getting my prescription Costas there this year. Are you? Yeah. I, I got to start tying my own knots again. <laughs> your daughter won't now the knots have progressed and you got to look them up on youtube <laughs> right uh, I, I i found that out the other day oh i i check them out all the time especially when i hear in stories of knots i've never heard of before but you know i just i stick to my basics you know palomar double cinch all that kind of stuff and I, I don't dounce around too much from there. Until you start joining fluorocarbon to braid and all that other no. fun stuff. No, and the, F, the FG knot. I the learned FG that one knot's the other pretty day. easy. No, if it's got abbreviations, I don't even want to know what they stand you probably for. probably don't. Anymore. That's a fact. Well, Troy, one of the other things that uh, the ISE show brings is the exposure to all of this tackle. What all of the different rep groups that you have surrounding your booth there. Who's going to be out there? Oh, I, it, you know, I'm going to probably miss You'll miss it, but, some, I'm but sure, just, but I'll throw something yeah, up. Is, just Jared, within, is Jared coming out J- from You Rocky? know, Jared, Jared and I are actually become really good friends. So he comes out, you know, he works the booth with us. I mean, obviously we have a great selection of his product. But you'll catch him behind the real counter. You'll catch him out bending a rod with that's you know what he does. Yeah, I mean that's just his personality. But you know, we, you know, just close by, we, you know, the guys from P Line and Pucci will be there. Daiwa's right next to us. Phoenix is still there. Uh, Pure Fishing, Shimano, uh, Hummingbird, Lowrance. I mean, they're all within earshot of us. So like, even if you ask one of our guys a question that they don't know. They can take ten steps and have the answer from the pros. And Senior Tuna is only about three steps away. He's, yeah, you know he was in pure fishing almost the entire show last year. I actually had to hit him up on you know this whole Mad Max thing has gone crazy up here. And you know by the way, Mad Max twenty five percent off no sales tax. You know at the show. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know at sixty bucks a pop. You know and you can save twenty five percent off. That's thirty three percent discount with no sales tax. Right. That's a pretty good deal. Exactly. Hmm. Kent, are you going to be uh, spending some money over there? Oh, he's casting Mad Max on at Shasta. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Is well, that is that likely to catch a striper or something in the Delta if they toss one of those? I'm up? sure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. How long are they? One of them's eight, and the other one's about nine, nine yeah, and a half. Yeah, there's there's three sizes. These are the big tuna lures that we're talking about. That you troll what, 15, 20 miles an hour? Yep. It's a it's a trade. I mean, it's a it's a great lure. But, man, that's a lot of weight to be tossing. You know, but it was a nice void to fill in when salmon closed. Boy, if, if it wasn't for that, I, you know, the opportunities these guys had, what would have happened if they hadn't even opened up the Outer Banks areas, 30, 300 feet or deeper? These guys would be out of business already. Yeah, absolutely. And the amazing thing to me is back in November, the state of California or the federal government agreed, yes, there needs to be some money sent to those people because we shut down salmon fishing. We need to take care of these guys. Nothing's been done since then. All these guys are just eating it, paying their bills, no places to go fish. And my understanding, the number they threw out was like 15% of what they did 15 years ago. Yeah. And they don't think that there's more people in business now? Uh, Inflation hasn't gone up? I, I would rather see some forward progression so that these guys could have some benefit come to them yeah, i was talking to some other decisions. people in the industry and my concern is is that we haven't seen the worst of it yet the fallout from that whole closure was probably going to happen in spring when the weather gets better oh thanks for the positiveness yeah you know that's the way we are you know it's <laughs> it's just a matter of time until uh they've somebody puts down their foot and says fix this and hopefully uh that'll happen one of these days because it's so. getting a little out of control right now when we're impacting fisheries all over the place one little saltwater fish shut down saltwater fishing inshore all down the state. You know, my understanding, it was one person's research that did that. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And I'm, they, they I'm put way a too herd, old to, to change careers. They put a hurt on thousands of people because they weren't paying attention adequately to the quillback population and the take, whether it be through the commercial guys or through sports. Well, players. even worse than that, who they really hurt was the tackle stores because they basically what they did is if you weren't a commercial boat or you weren't a, a large boat capable of traveling that far offshore, all the skiffs, the kayakers, all those guys were completely cut out. Don't get me started. I've already been on the soapbox once today. Folks, you definitely need to come to the ISC. I can only tell you that for about eight more minutes here. The ISC show is the biggest. It is the best. It's your opportunity to see the latest and the greatest when it comes to outdoors, fishing, hunting, or lodges, resorts, whatever. And the best opportunity to make a purchase happens right at the Fisherman's Warehouse Megastore in the middle of the pavilion building at the show. Don't miss the opportunity to get out there. Make sure you go by and see Troy or Alan or all the guys, Rocky Mountain Tackle, Jared Johnson, all of them out there because it is a place to be this coming week. No question about it. Troy, thank you for coming in and sharing the information with our listeners. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Hey, you know who we got on hold? I do know who we got on hold. You know what we haven't talked about? What? That the ISC is the largest fishing boat show in the state. Well, there are a few boats showing up. There's there no are a few that. boats, and we're going to be uh, we're going to be hooking them up bright and early Monday morning. Seth, actually staging everything behind Cal Expo. Did Mark say he's going to be bringing almost forty? Boats? <clears throat> almost forty boats from Gone Fishing Marine, and by the time he's done throwing stuff on the backs of trucks, there'll be forty boats. And uh, there's forty-four. There's specials, and there's deals, and there's special financing, and there's kickbacks from factories, and discounts, and all kinds of cool stuff. Are you going showing on, all the boats? Oh uh, well, every brand. Uh, every brand and gone fishing carries yeah. uh, of ours. Yes, we will. We'll have Ranger, Nitro, Tracker. Um, you know, all in the in this show. But th- this is a show, Mark. You know, if you look at their booth at the ISC show and then look at their booth at the boat show in February, two different deals. And this show, they really focus on fishing boats from you know the giant aluminums that they've got to go in the ocean. Uh, so where I started, yeah, my first boat to, came out of the ISC show. Yeah, all the way to uh, to aluminum fishing boats. So looking forward to it, but uh, some great specials and a lot of boat dealers throughout the show, Sep, and, and uh, a lot of specials going on. So. And they're dealing. Believe me, there's a lot of dealing yep. going on in boat sales. Yep, Gone Fishing will have the largest single booth in the show. They always do. Yep, they do. So it'll be... Uh, It'll be fun. If you're looking for me, guess where I'll be? <laughs> polishing boats. Polishing a boat. At Gone Fishing Marine's That's right. booth. That's right. You can't get a pro staff member to polish the damn thing. you got to let the rep do it. Uh, I remember the reps would have four or five of them out there. You just need <clears> to crack <throat> the whip on these boys, I think. Yeah, apparently. You don't need that boat this year, do you, boy? <laughs> Let's hook up with our next guest along the line, Mr. Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, and check in with some other Northern California angling opportunities. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, gentlemen. I'll go quick here. You know, the bass fishing community really go, comes together for their own. And tomorrow at uh, Don Pedro at the Fleming Meadows Ramp starting at uh, 5 o'clock, it's a memorial tournament for Ryan Cook, who's been a great source for for me for the last several years. He passed away way too early this last yeah, very very sad deal. Ryan was a great guy and very active in a lot of different deals, and, and it was terrible. His wife had cardiac arrest last Christmas. Uh, he got her back uh, back to back to being healthy, and uh, and then uh, Ryan was affected with uh, I believe it was liver um, problems. Yeah, and, it was, and, uh, it was uh, organ failure. But yeah, you know, 
the important part is that to me, is the, this bass fishing community always comes together. They're going to have a huge raffle. Yep, big raffle. More. Big Jeff Youth's coming down to uh, to MC it, and, and Jeff will do a great job. And and we definitely, uh, it, it's definitely a great deal, and probably not the last uh, fundraising event we see go on for uh, for his family. Yeah, huge raffle. Lots of people have donated, and uh, you know I'm always impressed how the bass fishing community comes together. And it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens to Don Peter because you know McClure has been kicking out some really large bass lately, thirteen uh, and a half pounds, ten and a half pounds in the tournament last weekend. Yeah. And I think the swim bait guys that are going out there with all these trout plants that have been happening, so that's kind of exciting. Well, that's you know, the mecca for swim bait fishing too, is Pedro. Yeah, so I'm really interested to see what kind of results because I would imagine they're going to draw about 60 boats tomorrow. That would not surprise me at all. Yeah, let's hope I so. I hope they I hope they get a good field down there. Yeah, I think a lot of people are going to come out of the South Valley to do that. A couple of things uh, we talked about the ISC a lot. You know, uh, we haven't mentioned the. Uh, you know, we did talk about the Adventure Theater, but at 11:30 on Saturday. We're going to have one of our own inducted into the California Outdoors Hall of Fame, and that's J.D. Ritchie. And he's very deserving. It's pretty exciting to see that happening. It's awesome. And, uh, and well-deserved, I might add. Exactly. My fellow Humboldt State grad is uh, is going to be in the member of the California Outdoor Hall of Fame, so I think that's fantastic. Um, Tuesday, well, they got me in SEP. They must be going down the list. <laughs> Tell J.D. I said that too, would you? He probably heard it. exactly what D. Thomas told me when I got in. Hey, well, you know, we have to take a little bit of harassment for that, don't we? <laughs> that's right. Tuesday's a big day. Uh, sturgeon regulations are going to be looked at. The California Department of Fish and Wildlife and the Wildlife Resource Committee meeting is going to be reviewing uh, what they consider to be the regulations for 2025. And uh, that's a really important meeting. I think that hall in Sacramento is going to be packed. Uh, they have two options that they're looking at. One's a lottery system and the other's similar to a bear tag. All this information's online under the Fish and Game Commission. And if you can't make the meeting, uh, a hookup zoom wise i think it's going to be a really important day for northern california fishermen to uh, be able to express their point of view um, because i do think the public does count and 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 this is the first of several meetings that are going to take place but that's an important aspect that's going to going to be happening well i hope people will show up and express their opinions because normally they just hold these meetings because they have to Oh, it's going to be a packed house, I'm sure. Remember, similar to our striper meetings that we've had before, I can imagine that there's going to be standing room only in there. You know, unfortunately, I won't be able to make it, but, um, you know, I'm going to be watching on Zoom as much as I can. Um, I don't know if we have more time, but I want to talk about the kayak theater. Real kayak quick, theater. real quick. Dude. Real excellent. People from all over the place coming, and if you're available on Saturday at 1 o'clock, huge seminar by the women on the water. They give out over $1,000 worth of prizes. It's a fantastic event. A very diverse group of Northern California kayakers, and that's happening. So lots going on this week. Dave, thank you so much for sharing with us. We'll see you at the International Sportsman's Expo. I appreciate you joining us very much. Thank you. All right, take care, my friend, and I'll see you at the show for sure. Well, Mr. Brown, just a few minutes left here, and uh, by the time we talk to everybody next week, we're going to be two days into the sports show. We will be, yeah. We just look forward to having folks come by and uh, and see us and hang out with us and say hi and tell us you're a listener and, you know, all that other fun stuff. Go to sportsexpos.com, get all the info on the show that we didn't tell you about today.
Yeah, and probably next week we'll give away a couple more tickets for the weekend people that want to show up at the ISC show, too. I'm sure we will. You know, there's so much to see at the ISC. Make your plans now. Get your buddies. Get your tickets. Get your discounts. Go to sportsexpos.com. Check it all out. And we will see you at the show. Tight lines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors.